This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. A covering of blue, this, this sheet, this blanket, this, com- this comforter of blue that we have around. We think, oh, that's blue sky. And then suddenly you shoot through it all of a sudden. And so you whip off a sheet off you when you're asleep. And you're looking into blackness, into black ugliness. And you look down, and there's the blue down there. And the black up there, and it's... It's just, there is mother and earth and comfort, and there's, is there death? I don't know. Is that death? Is that the way death is? Whoop, and it's gone. Ah, there he is, Canadian actor William Shatner, upon returning to Earth this morning, becoming the oldest man to ever go to space, 90 years old. Uh, that's how he described the experience in his typically over-the-top, somewhat overly dramatic fashion, which we've come to know and love about William Shatner. So that's the big space news of the day today. But we have some other space news I want to get to here, which is actually, uh, well, we're going to try and learn something here. I don't know. I've read the story a few times and I'm trying to wrap my head around what we're talking about here. And I think I've got a basic handle on it, but I could be completely wrong. To find out, we're going to chat with Dr. Catherine Zucker, who's a postdoctoral researcher at the Center for Astrophysics at Harvard and the Smithsonian, who led the Astrophysical Journey Study and co-authored the Astrophysical Journal Letters Study. Wow. Uh, What a resume, Doc. Thank you so much for uh, sparing a few minutes for us this morning. I really appreciate it. Hi, Shay. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm very excited (laughs) to be here and talk about this uh, gigantic cavity in space. Yeah, you guys are calling it a spherical void. Now, this isn't a black hole, right? This is something different? Yeah, this is something different. So essentially what this is, is uh, there exists in our galaxy the stuff between stars, and that's called the interstellar medium. And so what we found this uh, cavity is, uh, is a, it's a void in interstellar material. So there's no gas that forms new stars in this void. Um, and we think that this actually absence of material tells us something about how new stars like our sun form. Yeah, basically that's what it comes down to, right? The death and birth of stars and how this can help um, further understanding of that, right? Yeah, so exactly. So our sun is just one of billions of stars in our Milky Way galaxy. And one of the major questions at the heart of 21st century astrophysics is how you actually form stars like our sun. And so what our study actually says is that we think that you can form new stars using the death of old stars. So essentially a star explodes and we think that that can trigger a chain of events that leads to the formation of new stars. So is it almost like cyclical, like the death of one star leads to the birth of a new star, and it just keeps going on that way? Um, So sort of. So we call it triggered star formation, and so what we think happens is that um, a star explodes, so it goes supernova, a very massive star, and that releases an enormous amount of energy, um, and that releases a shockwave, and eventually that shockwave is going to run out of steam, and it's going to form these little clouds um, that we're call, we call molecular clouds, astronomers do. But they're the sites of new stars. And so the, the shock wave essentially causes new uh, clouds to form, and those clouds collapse and form stars like our sun. Interesting. Okay, now what does this interstellar void or absence of anything, how does that fit into this? If there's nothing there, what does that tell us? 
Yeah, so that's a great question. So essentially what we think happened is a, is a supernova exploded. Uh, and it carved out this void. Um, but what's really interesting is not just the void, but what's at the edge of this void. Um, and at the edge of this void, that's exactly where we see the new stars forming, so hundreds of stars like our sun. And so essentially we think it formed this sort of uh, shell around the void, and that shell is where the new stars are forming. So about 10 million years ago, we think this happened, um, and it's now creating new stars today. So it's happening over very long time scales. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Now, it's a whole new technology that allowed you to make this sort of advancement, right? There's new technology involved, new mapping technology. Explain that as as best you can for people like me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So one thing that's actually very surprising, not just to uh, the general public, but also to astronomers, is how little we actually know about what our home galaxy, the Milky Way, looks like. So we know more about what's happening in other galaxies than we do in our own galaxy. And that's because we're actually inside of our Milky Way. Mm -hmm. So imagine trying to, imagine in your house, you're trying to map out your neighborhood, but you can't leave your house. It's the same idea in our Milky Way, where we're stuck in our solar system, and we can't take a spaceship and go outside and look down from above. Um, But thanks to this new data from the Gaia space mission, uh, it launched a few years ago. And thanks to some very advanced statistical techniques, we're creating this new map. And then from that new map, um, we found this void. And so a lot of people, a lot of collaborators all across the, the globe have been uh, involved in making this map. So I guess, you know, when it comes to science, you, want, you, you see something and you make your hypothesis and then you want to see it repeated, right? You want confirmation. So are, are you fairly certain that this is happening somewhere else at the same time or at other times? Is this something that typically, you know, this is a process that unfolds in space? Yeah, so we think that really this um, this void we found is indeed one of many in our galaxy. And what's really interesting is that uh, astronomers run these things called uh, computer simulations, where they try to essentially explode stars in a computer and see how that forms uh, the generation of new stars. And so this is the first time we've actually seen this in three dimensions in our own galaxy. And so we're actually hunting for uh, more voids in our galactic neighborhood and more evidence of supernova activity and more stars forming at the edge of, uh, of these voids. As interesting as it is, and it, it's fascinating, and it's it's so important just based on that, uh, what, what do we learn from this? How does this help us get a better understanding of our universe? Yeah, so I think there's two things. So the first thing is that thanks to maps that are coming online just, just now, um, we can say that we really know where we live in our Milky Way galaxy, yeah. and we really couldn't say that even a year or two ago, so we sort of have a galactic perspective that we didn't have. But also, it just helps us understand our own history. So, again, our sun is just one of billions of stars. So we want to know how our sun came to be. Uh, We want to know its history. And we can sort of learn its history by looking at other stars that are now forming in our Milky Way. Fascinating stuff. Uh, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate it the way you put it into terms that even I could understand, because that's not easy to do. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you so much for your time today, Doctor. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. You have a great day. Yeah, you too. That is Dr. Catherine Zucker. Um, Matt says, Space News, is it Friday already? No, not yet, Westside Matt. Uh, but this story came across uh, our radar and uh, and we jumped on it. Um, Sarah, did you hear that resume for that doctor? Yeah, I did. Are you feeling as inadequate as I am right now? Yeah, I am. I really am. 
Dr. Catherine Zucker, a postdoctoral researcher at the Center for Astrophysics at Harvard and the Smithsonian. 